0: I'm Katie. I'm Kylie. And this is We're You're not, not paranoid. paranoid.
1: Are we live?
0: Eish.
1: Yeah. Doody dibidi dibidey. Did you ever see that SNLS uh I uh, A S C P I don't know what I'm saying that animal animal um damn what's it called the I can't heck? talk What's the A- is ASPCA? I can't uh-huh. okay I feel the like A-S-C-C-A. I'm saying ASPCA I feel like, what is it
0: ASPCA? Okay
1: as in it's I feel like I'm just saying vowels or letters but not an actual the actual acronym It's the SNL with um whoa uh, who is With it Kristen supposed Wick? to be oh I, sarah mclaughlin yes yeah. oh my gosh i knew i was like telling you a story i knew nothing about <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i know the concept i, I don't have the facts <laughs> i feel like yeah mm-hmm. that's half my stories sometimes but anyways she does the doobie dabby dabby day and that's like her doing the aspc no oh, i don't remember the it. animal yeah. commercial you remember that no how i don't wait, well. I how don't do you remember? know all these okay
0: I, I like i know that that has happened yeah but i want to be able to tell you
1: the actual yeah commercial so you've seen the real commercial yes. on tv where it's like sarah mclaughlin and it is mm-hmm. sarah mclaughlin yeah. talking about all these like sad you know abandoned puppies and cat- kitties and you can adopt them today but the snl skit goes into like her just making you feel really like guilty mm-hmm. and you're like I, why do I feel like I, like I want to adopt these you know it's this mm-hmm. whole thing it's cute but yeah it's her like her singing into it is like doobie doobie day, <laughs> like and then she sings about the cats and the dogs got it it's classic good times but anyways um really quick I was gonna say <laughs> this last weekend because we we're talking about before we recorded this Previously. previously, on the unrecorded <laughs> conversation. And I was like, hold up. This is cute. And I want to share this. So this uh, last weekend, my fiance and I were hanging out with our friends. Um, and they have a... I think she's probably 20 months now. Almost two. She's super cute baby. We love her so much. She's adorable. And after we got done hanging out with them, we're driving back. We just had like froya with them. And it was delicious. And we're just kind of reflecting on our hangout right away. And he's like, gosh, she's such a she's such a good baby. Like, she's just such a cute little kid. I'm like, yeah, like she's like, I I love her, too. She's so cute. And he's like, you know, I think I'm ready for kids. I'm like, "Okay, like, yeah, like, you know, me, too. And as we're driving down the street, we're passing by like a local bar that people are at, even though covid stuff it's calming down whatever so people are at the bar and he like looks over at it i feel like i was in a movie he like looks over at it and he's like yeah i'm done with that life <laughs> i'm like i look at him like you do realize this feeling you're having right now this is called baby fever yeah. <laughs> so i've never seen a man have baby fever but to see your own like fiance have it i was like oh babe <laughs> welcome welcome to the baby fever feeling that's funny it was really cute i was like i just it was just funny to see all the pieces fall into Mm -hmm. place so slow motion i'm like oh okay
0: (laughs) so dramatic so
1: dramatic yeah i felt like i was in a like a rom-com i was like what is happening right now (laughs) but he didn't see he didn't see how those were all connected so it was cute oh i was like
0: i thought you were gonna take it the opposite way where uh, you saw like like screaming babies or something, <laughs> or like rambunctious ones, and then he looks over and I'm like, never mind,
1: <laughs> I'm done with this life. <laughs> it's like, wait, we haven't got there yet. Yeah, no. So luckily, I mean, their daughter, our friend's daughter, is particularly a ex, you or know, especially a good baby. I mean, all babies have their. I feel like times that, maybe of, that's the first. Uh,
0: the firstborn daughter synd- syndrome. Yeah, because that's all soap. That's what that that was me. And then they, my parents decided to have my brother, and he was the opposite. He was like the worst. Yeah,
1: N- that's so funny. Never I know a couple sleep.
0: people like this. Yeah, I was like, I slept right away. I never really cried
1: that much. I still can't get past the <laughs> fact that you didn't cry when you're like came out of the womb. Like that mm-hmm. still makes me laugh to this day because Katie's so chill and. <laughs> and calm that you can just imagine her as a baby like true to yourself like that calm demeanor like just coming out they had to like kind of give you a little yeah they had to spank me pretty hard
0: apparently because I wouldn't cry like, I was, like is she whatever. breathing
1: <laughs> yeah that's kind not of, funny but it's like funny not funny they because sca-
0: you're okay yeah I scared them at first well also I was like two weeks late so that's the other like funny thing that people always, like my family always says is that I was uh just too, I was too comfortable and like the quiet, but I was also like out of amniotic fluid. So my Shoot. mom always says that I was eating my own poop for a while.
1: <laughs> just hanging out in there. Oh my gosh. That's really funny and scary and gross, but I'm glad it worked out. Thanks. Here you
0: are. Yeah, because they said that I just like looked around, <laughs> not crying or saying anything, just very observant. And they're like, yeah, that's very true to character. Yeah. And then your brother's like. And then even the cry was just kind of like like a yeah, like a sarcastic, (laughs) like, is this what you want?
1: (laughs) Oh, so funny. Oh, it's classic. Yeah, I have another friend where same thing. Like the daughter came out, the first one was like sweet and precious. Even, yeah, I know like three people my dad and his older sister, Hmm. same thing. Like he's rambunctious, she's super chill. Um, my other friend, like Older sister, he's super he would not stop crying for a very long time. Just like your mm. mother. I wonder I'm if that has out.
0: something to do with like the epigenetics of you know, they always say like the firstborn first the second or any like, thereafter is yeah. like they're so scared of everything. So maybe during the pregnancy it's like we're doing everything by the book. <laughs> we're doing like the headphones on the belly. Yeah. But then by the time the second one rolls around, like you already are dealing with like a small child anyway, so you don't have time to do all of the, like, nurturing. We like- should
1: have put the headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you stop crying so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. You never know. You never know. Can't so- go back now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. I thought that was hilarious.
0: All of it tied together. Baby Kylie's coming soon. No.
1: Not not now. <laughs> I'm not. We're not even married yet. No. not that you have to be married, but our... Yeah, I've actually, I've told people recently like, oh, I have some big news. And it wasn't even like, like every time I say I have big news, everyone thinks I'm saying I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm already engaged. I, I don't know. I like guess just now that's like the assumption. I think it was something like, I don't know, like to do with like, work or something <laughs> like it wasn't like that exciting I was like well not well compared to that I guess no it's not that big a deal but whatever <laughs> like oh what a letdown yeah it was like super big I think it was like I found my wedding shoes or something I'm like wow I guess you guys have high expectations <laughs> for what big news is mm-hmm. I shouldn't be using Mm-mm. those words anymore Probably not Probably not yeah but <laughs> that's funny but yeah so hey Hello. If you can't tell, that's Katie and that's Kylie. Yeah, and we already said our podcast. You're not paranoid, indeed. But this episode is something about questions and maybe answers. Maybe we'll call this q and A Q&A. <laughs> <To> <laughs> or an FAQ. Or an F- I kept calling it an FAQ. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be an FAQ for the Q and A. Yeah. So We picked the FAQs for the Q&A. Correct. Or we didn't. We were were provided FAQs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We asked you guys, hey, what do you want to know about us? We're kind of taking a step back from the stories for, you know, let you see us for who we are. We usually talk about things that we are not paranoid for caring about. Mm -hmm. But now we're going to answer the, why are we here? Mm Mm-hmm. Get to know us a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's like the meme where the dog's looking all sad, and it's like, they always say, who's a good boy, and not, how's the good boy? (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Exactly. So it's a a behind the scenes of your podcast hosts. But maybe
1: not, I feel like we're kind of, um, we go like one way or the other in terms of that concept where we're either talking (laughs) currently we either talk about like stories that are not pertaining to us and we just you know give our feedback and share the story or we're like here's a deep look into our mental health and how we're doing (laughs) (laughs) but let's find where this is going to be somewhere in between all right right where it's like it could be kind of deep and it could be kind of maybe not superficial but just kind of like a look into our personalities and like why we're here and stuff so we asked you guys, you told us, and then if we have some time, we'll do some that you didn't ask for that we just feel like sharing from our 3,000 questions about me book. We will be doing all 3,000. Mm-hmm. and then just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Part one. <laughs> Part one of 500. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, I'm excited. Me too. Are you excited? I'm nervous. Yeah. Because we don't, I mean, I've... I've seen some of the questions, Katie has seen some of the questions, but um I'm going to read them because I happen to have the list in front of me. All right. So let's see. Here we go. I'm just going to choose at random. Random. All right. One that we got a lot and this might be just like a nice warm-up. Okay. <laughs> is um mm why did we decide to start this podcast? Okay. So that's, I mean, we can both go, but I think since I'm asking, you can go first. <laughs> okay. Well, back in the day, mm-hmm. Kylie and I worked together.
0: Yeah. And one day, Kylie was <laughs> like, hey, do you want to do a podcast together? were we in the parking lot? No, I think we were at our desks. Oh, uh, did I whisper? Because um, I feel like people were listening. Sorry. No, I feel like we were just by ourselves. Oh, that's good. Um, and then because we would talk about stuff anyways during our downtime. Uh, like podcasts? Like, yeah, <laughs> like so we were basically doing podcasts already. And then I was like, hesit- I was kind of like caught off guard. <laughs> and I was like, sure, go <laughs> for it. You know, like the um Shonda Rhimes book or whatever, where she's like, I said yes to for a year to everything that, like, yeah. scares me or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, sure. And then I thought it was just kind of like a casual thing. Like, let's think about it. And you're like, okay, because I already got the website <laughs> and the, 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 the Instagram handle and all this stuff. I, and I was like, oh, damn, she's serious.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny because commentary on that. So it's funny looking back. Cause I don't remember how already much, like how much I had already put into it. I just knew that I was thinking of a name for mm-hmm. a
0: little bit of time,
1: but I don't think I had talked to you yet. I think I was just thinking about it. Right. Yeah.
0: Cause when you'd asked me, you uh, had already, you already
1: had all that stuff. I was like, I figured it out. Are you in <laughs> We're recording tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, it's okay. So thank you for that reminder. Um, I also remember feeling surprised that you automatically said yes and weren't <laughs> like, let me think about this. <laughs> so that was awesome. It'd be kind of just like both put our heads like straight into yeah, it. Yeah. And like we just first. like really just went for
0: it after that.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, I found microphones on sale and was that. <laughs> doing it. Yeah. It was cool. It was really cool to see how we both kind of found what we were wanting to do within it. So it was like. I kind of had like the website vision and then Katie was like, you went straight into like the technical mm-hmm. stuff, which actually obviously worked out because Katie's our sound engineer and I'm going to, yeah, you are though. You're yeah. a sound engineer and our, and our editor and, you know, and a co-host and everything else. And you do, you know, social media stuff too. And it's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. and it then, definitely
1: like. I feel like for both of us,
0: it opened up a whole other area of things that we're interested in besides just talking
1: about the stories that mm-hmm. we talk about. And having now taught, looked back and like done like the Enneagram 6 episode and like mm-hmm. our personality type, like they say, sometimes we're drawn to the things that we're scared of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like that was a great example of like, we're really freaked out, but we're doing it yeah. anyways. Yeah, I, I, I'm very proud of both of us. Yeah, we've come very far. Mm hmm. So wait, why are we doing? Oh, yeah. So that was how that was. That was the, the how. how. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oops. See, we just did it. We did the how and not the why. That's hilarious. OK, well, let's do
1: the why. Well,
0: well that's well- kind of like my why, because you had the <laughs> idea.
1: <laughs> OK, fair I enough. said yes. Fair enough. My why was my fiance. And I've talked about this before, so it's kind of a recap. But my fiance would literally call me paranoid like all of the time. Because I say, hey, did you lock the doors? Hey, did you set the alarm? And he, of course, like would not care as much about these things because dudes being dudes oftentimes don't have the same fears that ladies do. Which is like, you know, we talked about before, like not wanting to go for a walk at night. Like he's cool with that. And I'm like, I can't, I don't feel like I can go for a walk around the corner because we've had this instilled in us. We're going to get, you know, kidnapped, raped and murdered. So anyways, anyways so then it led to me being like like kind of like a self affirmation of like like he'll say you're paranoid and i'm like you're not paranoid like but i but i never actually said the words you're not paranoid all of a sudden one day it was just like boom like what would what what would i want to tell people i would want to tell people you're not paranoid and then that's where it all kind of came together and it was like that meme of the girl from um homeland where mm-hmm. she's like seeing like the equations i like saw mm-hmm. all of it just play out and i was like that's the name. <laughs> that's what it is. Cause it's kind of, like I said, it's like a self it's, it's funny. That's what our like kind of conversations are in general. I feel like where it's like, we're not trying to be fear mongering. We're trying to be more of like reassuring, like, yes, these are very scary, but you're not paranoid for caring about it. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it and then see how we can navigate our fears mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And that's similar to like what my why became because once Kylie told me the name, Then I kind of reflected back on like my life at that point and it's like, oh yeah, there is like a lot of things I do to be safe, but am I being paranoid? Everyone like doesn't seem to care as much or, but then it's like also the like, oh, is that why I watch or have watched ID channel like Mm -hmm. since I was little? Yeah. And all that stuff. So this, yeah, it's It's kind kind of of making sense. It's kind of of like, sorry.
1: No, sorry. I was just gonna say it's, uh, I feel like and then they say like what do they say it's not the destination it's the journey like this podcast so far has and I have kind of the chills just saying it has been us like figuring that out for ourselves mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah, too yeah definitely through those stories and mm-hmm. of course we've learned a ton so it's crazy that's a, that's a good why mm-hmm. why and how let's see let's go to another one so this is kind of a deeper one um they asked do you have a personal story basically like about that has been led to us being like have that mindset of you're not paranoid that we can share on the podcast that we haven't really talked about in previous episodes um so like one that comes to my mind that I don't think I've actually shared is the stalker one. Oh. <laughs> and I don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's like a kind of a heavy, heavy one. But um, do you happen to have any that you haven't actually shared? Or has it has been a while that you haven't shared or something mm-hmm. like that? I don't know. I mean, I definitely have
0: brought it up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's more of like something that's been imprinted on me Yeah, was when I was a baby and the police came like raiding our house kind of to uh, surveil slash like catch the person breaking in next door. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a baby and sleeping up in the upstairs when the police came with their guns drawn and like asked my mom who was home by herself with me if they could like basically come into our backyard and stuff because there's burglary occurring next door and I think my mom obviously was like freaked out I was a baby so I don't know what's going on yeah um
1: well you probably heard like well yeah and
0: she probably and I'm assuming she would have like rushed upstairs to like protect me yeah you know whatever yeah so I think that's probably been subconsciously uh, imprinted on my paranoia yeah in quotes but also um like as i got older everything was like uh don't go on a run by yourself don't like go to the store by yourself don't drive at night don't because it was like someone was always waiting to attack me
1: Mm -hmm. just like that general feeling Mm -hmm. yeah of always needing to be yeah because i was alert i was told
0: that probably from like a young teenager yeah until now Mm-hmm. my mom still goes like i don't like you running by yourself <laughs> and it'll be and in like the, of the day i mean stuff still <laughs> happens yeah but it's like okay mom that's why i carry my pepper spray and mm-hmm. i only like if i do wear headphones it's only one and i have all this stuff and i have the taser and all and you share your location yeah. yeah so it's like because you've been telling me that <laughs> for years i know but yeah that's kind of it's more of like a general being drilled into me that I was always in imminent danger if I went out and did anything by myself
1: mm-hmm. that's yeah that's fair and that's what's so that's what's frustrating right because then we'll tell like we'll say that on one end and then we'll tell a story and it's like she did do everything right yeah. and still got me you're like damn it <laughs> mm-hmm. like this and then that's that conversation of previous previous episodes of like okay well if we're all doing everything right and this is still happening Hey, maybe, maybe we it's should talk not. about the talk to the men who are doing these things. Yeah, maybe
0: it's not the women's fault. Hmm, what a concept. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I, a soccer story, if you want. Okay. Because um, I haven't heard it either. I know. Okay, I'll But only and, if you want. Yeah. I don't. I don't not want to. But okay. So, in college. And I wonder if he even knows that I have this. Anyways, I I feel like, you know, when people are so arrogant, they don't even know you're talking about them. What's that? You probably think this song is about (laughs) you. Yeah, like that. Anyways, uh, you're so vain. But anyways, this is actually about you. So if you're listening, (laughs) I hope you're not. This is (laughs) weird. Anyways, so stalker story there. um, I mean, I've had other stuff, too, but there's this dude who I went to college with and I'm just trying to, I've, my, my version of, um, healing is to suppress. So I'm, I'm closing my eyes for recall. <laughs> so I went to college and this dude was a couple years older than me. Um, I was, I'm just going to keep it a little bit generic. I was part of a club at, or as part of a team, like a sport, like a club sports team. <laughs> and then that club sports team was more competitive and, um, I believe that per- the guy that we're talking about here, he had tried out for that club sports and did not get it, and he had messaged me. I think it was on Facebook, and so I joined. I was like part of the club sports team, but then I also joined the club on the Facebook like a Facebook page, and he was like the leader of the club. And I had started clubs in high school, whatever. So I felt like, and I think I was a freshman at this point, maybe freshman doing a sophomore. That sounds right, and I think he was like a junior or senior. Anywho, so maybe I was a sophomore, but that's not the point. Point is, I felt like okay, like I'm, I'll be helpful. Like we can, you know, start a club together, um, or make this club more official. Cause he was like saying how it's unfair that the club sports team requires trash, but we kind of just want to do this club for fun. It's like fair enough. I totally see that. We can. I'll help you start the club. We get together in a public place. I'm like, I don't know this dude, even though he's at the same university. Whatever. So we're in the quad discussing the club ideas and. We're just not seeing eye to eye on anything. I'm like, this person has a totally different vision for this. I was like, you know what? It's cool. You do it. You do your thing. I don't think I'm going to be part of this. It's just the way it is. And it felt like normal, but like, you know, general conversation. So then I say, you know, howdy do. Have a good day. Bye. Never had met this person before this day. But we're Facebook friends now because we're on Facebook and part of that club. So then um, I want to say maybe a week goes by. And he says, hey, I'd like to meet again. I have some different ideas for the club. You know, let's let's meet in person. I'm like, okay. So we get together for the club to discuss. And it's just us two again in the quad, general area. And he's like, yeah, so I thought about it. And I kind of don't want to do the club anymore. I was like, all right. Like, why are we here then? Like, that could have been said over Facebook Messenger. And then those are all like my internal thoughts. And he's like, oh, um." but anyway, so while we're together, like, do you want to go get lunch? Hmm. And I'm like, okay and at this point i'm still too nice not too nice but i'm nice and i don't know the word uh i don't know how to be direct Mm -hmm. right this is where it's like oh like you're always friends with you're too nice to people and then they kind of like take advantage of that so i am like okay sure like we can get lunch so then we go to the go get lunch and he's being like very very chatty and i'm noticing that he's just all of a sudden becomes like very like personal and trying to like get to know me. And it's not like a business meeting mm-hmm. anymore. It's becoming like a hanging out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know this person. So it's kind of weird for me, but I'm just being nice. And they're like, okay, well, um, now that we got lunch, like, do you want to go sit down in a certain area and go eat it? I'm like, okay. So we're sitting there eating lunch and I'm like, I have a doctor's appointment in like an hour. So I'm like, and it's walking distance cause it's part of the university. So I'm just sitting there and he, like, he's a like, that kind of person who will ask you a question and then you like answer. And before you finish answering, they're like, well, let me tell me my answer. Oh. And I'm like, okay, this guy, like whatever. Like as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to be friends with this person. This is really weird and uncomfortable. So we're talking, like he's talking to me, talking at me. And then time comes up. I'm like, oh, like, I oh, got to go to my doctor's appointment. He's like, okay, like I'll walk you. It's, it's like, where is it? I'm like, oh, it's at whatever location. It's like, oh, well, I have a class at that time. So I'll just walk with you. I'm like okay, so I just am like it's just kind of like seems like okay that's what, like, not trying to be rude. Mm-hmm. So it's in the same direction, so we're walking together, and then he's like, oh well, actually, um, my class doesn't start for another like half an hour, so I'll just walk you to the actual location. Okay, so we go to the doctor's office. He, I'm gonna cuss. this is a explicit <laughs> episode. This motherfucker goes into my appointment waiting room. So actually, I didn't have an an actual appointment. It was like to pick up some medical records. Mm. But so he's in the waiting room with me. This is kind of a long story, but I'll try to go fast. This might be a part two for the the FAQ, the Q&A overall. (laughs) But anyways, this is a crazy story. So then... We're waiting in the doctor's office or in the um, waiting room. And so I go up to the receptionist and I don't know why he followed me all the way in. Like he was with me and he was like, I'll just sit here with you. I didn't know how to say like, get away from me. So he just tagged along. And so I have to explain to the receptionist like why I'm there, what medical records I need. And he's like kind of overhearing the conversation. And I was having some like nerve issues with my right arm at that point. Had no idea what was going on. Um, I'm okay now, but he kind of overheard and I kind of explained, I was like, Oh, what's going on? I was kind of like, gave, gave him the broad strokes. And, and then, um, you know, the appointments over and I'm like trying to like go home at this point. So then finally, you know, we go our separate ways. He goes, he goes to his class. And then I'm like trying to like, just be like, I want to be away from this person. It's been like an hour and a half and they're like, not, nah, he won't leave me alone, but he actually had class. so he went to class. So this, let's say that this is like freshman. spring quarter and then I had I think I had fall classes that following year for physics and um maybe that's too much information this might jog his memory but anyways so over summer we apparently live in like kind of a similar location he calls me at one point and is like hey do you want to go to the movies like out of the blue and I didn't actually answer the phone he left me a voicemail and he's like hey so I want to I wish I still had it it was like hey so um I was wondering like, if you want to go to the movies, because um, you know how, like, your arm is not doing well. But, like, there's this movie about this girl where her arm's not well either. You may have heard it. Um, it's that Bethany Hamilton movie where, like, the shark bites her arm off. <laughs> I'm like, Aww. that is not the same. But that's, like, how his brain works, you know? Trying to c- connect things to make it, like, this makes sense. This is why I'm inviting you. So then I texted him, like, hey, like, thanks for the invite, but no thank you. it's not going to work out. I think I made an excuse. I should have just said no. But I think I said I was busy. Flash forward, almost summertime's over. I post on Facebook. This is back in the day when we posted on Facebook. I'm like, hey, does anyone have like this certain class textbook that I can borrow? Um, he comments and says, we can share one with a winky face. I'm like, <laughs> So I don't reply to that. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is uncomfortable. Flash forward then to the actual classes. He um, find out. come to find out he's in my... I think he was like texting me or something in between this, but he ends up being in my actual class and not just like the lecture hall. He's in my lab. Uh. I'm like, mother effer. So one day after, after that, um, lecture class, he, I think we had two different lecture classes, but technically they were all the same professor. So you could go to any Mm. of those times. Um, there was one day where I left class and All of a sudden I'm like walking through, you know, trying to take a shortcut to get home and I'm walking and all of a sudden he's just like right next to me, walking next to me, like looking straight, but like not saying anything, but walking like right next to me. And I like look and I can see it's him. So I like do a little like cut back, like, you know, draw back and like sprint into this, cons- like the area where I used to work, like in the, di- like there's like a dining area. Um, so I hide in there, no joke, probably for like th- three to five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to piece it together. I'm like, if this dude hadn't seen me, which is what, what a normal person would do if they don't say hi, then he's on his way. He's walking. He's gone. I will have not seen him. And he doesn't even live on campus. So he should be gone by now. But it was weird that he was walking right next to me. So I was like, I feel like he did see me, but why didn't he say hi? It was just all mm-hmm. very strange. So then I, like, peek out. I don't see him. And then I'm, like, walking really quick to try to get home. And there's this kind of, like, area that's only walked by students if they live in these certain, like, apartment-like area. Um, and if you live off campus, there's no reason for you to take that way home because you don't park there, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm walking, and I'm like, oh, like dodge that bullet. All of a sudden, I hear a skateboard behind me rolling up. And I look, and it's like, oh, hey! Like I didn't know you were like, I like, funny seeing you here. And he's he's like walking next to me, walking next to me now. And I know I had just seen him five minutes uh. earlier, walking right next to me, and now, I had waited for him to be gone, and instead, that means he was waiting for me to come out of that building somewhere, to then walk my way home, and then follow me right next to me. And so we're walking, and he's like talking about. He's like, hey, do you want to go, um, like, on a nice walk to the Botanical Gardens? And I'm like, um, no, thanks. Like, I, you know, I'm not feeling too good, you know, trying to, like, make up an excuse. Because, like, he's clearly, like, it just feels a really uncomfortable feeling with this person, mm-hmm. like, every time. Like, they clearly are making an effort to like me, and I don't like it. And he's not getting the social cues of, like, leave me alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he wants to know what wants me to go on, like, a little date to the Botanical Gardens, like, right then and there while I'm trying to walk home like you know I'm I'm gonna go home take a nap and I'm just basically trying to like shoo him away before he actually sees where I live Mm -hmm. right so I'm getting to the corner and I'm like yeah I just you know I just really I really don't want to you know do uh, hang out right now like I just I'm not into this you know and then we're walking and like he's like okay he's like you know what he goes from like being like understanding to just really not chill he's like you know what I just don't I I just never mind and, like, storms away. I'm like, okay. So I start walking. He's like, no, you know what? I, I really, like, why don't you like me? Like, why? Like, what is wrong with me? You know, I'm not an unattractive guy. Like, all of a sudden getting really aggressive. And I'm like, no, I just, I'm like, I, I just really don't want to do that. Like, I'm just going to go home. I don't feel good. Like, please. And it's like, ah. And then he stops me again. Like, he keeps standing in my path. Like, standing in my way. He's like, no, but you need to, like like, I need to know, like, what is it that's wrong with me? Like, why don't you like me? I was like look like I just I don't feel good right now like I need to go and I start getting a little more aggressive and he like it left like on a really awkward really uncomfortable note Mm -hmm. and then I like wait for him to kind of like skateboard away and then I'm just like trying to like haul ass home but like keep I'm like looking over my shoulder like every three seconds afraid he's gonna follow me Mm -hmm. again and then know where I live and everything else. So I hurry up into the apartment and I like lock the door and I text my friends and I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to believe what's happening. I had kind of told them already what was going on. I'm like, if you see this person, like be aware, like don't let them in, don't let them in the building, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I get home and at that moment, I like emailed, I Facebook messaged him and I'm like, look, that made me really uncomfortable. I did not like it. I don't want to see you anymore and I really don't want to talk to you. So please leave me alone. And the next day, we get to the lab class. He sits right in front of me. And there's a girl I'm sitting next to. And I'm about to tell her, like, hey, like, this is a dude that I'm really uncomfortable with. Like, he's, like, really creepy. And right when I'm about, like, like just, you know, if I seem uncomfortable, that's why. And right when I'm about to tell her, I don't even know her that well. I just have had a couple classes with her. Um, right when I'm about to tell her, he turns and talks to her. He's like, hey, so-and-so, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, my God, he knows her. I'm about to confide in her that Mm. I'm like really scared. So he's about to talk to her. And then after he talks to her, he turns to me and says, you're looking pretty cute today, Kylie. Ew. After I had just told him the day before and had that awkward interaction to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. So he purposely goes out of his way to tell me, oh, how cute I'm looking and making me uncomfortable. So I stayed after class that day and I talked to the TA and I was like, I'm uncomfortable with this person. I need to switch classes. Like I can't be in this lab with this person. He's already going out of his way to like do this, so the the portier was like mortified. Totally understood and was like, "Yeah, we'll we'll trade you right away. Change classes." Um. And then the next day, I, I'm trying to remember the timeline exactly. This is quite some time back. It's already. It was like nine years ago. Nine years over. Nine years ago. Ten years ago. And um. Then he finds my friend on Facebook and I'm in her profile picture and he sends her a message with just a winky face. And I'm like, what is going on? Like this guy is such a creep. Like why? It's just, it's just normal people don't go out of their way to make people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then I went to, um, so then I'm like, tell her to block him. I blocked him. She blocked him. It's like, who else of my friends is he going to message? And then. I want to say some, maybe like a few days go by, something else happens. or Maybe I email him. I can't remember exactly. Um, but the coup de grace of it all, he, we had the we had the same professor different lecture times. So every time I go to that lecture, I'm on edge that I might see mm-hmm. him and even being on campus, I kind of like looking over my shoulder more, um, just a feeling of just even just talking about it. I have this like weird gut, yeah. you can probably hear it in my voice, like uncertain. And, um. Just because that one day he did get really aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then he changed, he changed his tone from like interested to like kind of like a weird, kind of like, um, not like a pervert tone, but just trying to like like you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like get under your skin. Get under my skin. <sighs> and so then the coup de grace of this thing is I go into lecture one day, and as I'm entering the lecture hall. He is coming out of his and walks right past me, and he's sweating and wearing a black trench coat. Ew! And it's like hot. Yeah, mega you. And so I'm like, what the f- like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'm like really freaked out. So I go in, and the lecture hall is big, right? So I go mm-hmm. like to the top, and there was um, it was like kind of like bench seating. So I pick a I pick a seat that's right next to the stairs to it. It's like stadium seating. And then I put my backpack down right next to me. So I'm like, okay, he can't sit next to me if he were to come back in. Um, and then, just like, you know, in lecture halls in general, for any, like, if anyone doesn't know, um, sometimes, like, people will come in, and talk about their club sports or make announcements mm-hmm. before a lecture. And they do it, like, right before a professor gets there. That way they can announce it or they'll put, like, whatever on the board. Um, so it wasn't uncommon for people to make announcements in lecture halls. And um, so before the professor got there, where everyone's kind of like taking their seats, and then he enters the room again. No. And he goes to the front of the fucking lecture hall and says, Hey, everyone, my name is blank, and I have an announcement to make. No. Is there a Kylie says <gasps> my last name in this room? Looks around, goes, ah, there she is. Walks up the stairs, and my heart, I'm like shaking, shaking. I'm like, oh my god! And he's wearing the black trench coat, Which and he's is sweating. Synonymous with like all the bad things, yeah. every bad thing you can imagine. He walks, uh, and people are in the lecture hall, like, what, what is the, going yeah. on? He walks up the stairs, comes next to me because you know I am right next to the aisle. Mm-hmm. That obviously backfired. Comes up next to me, and he gets down on one knee next to me, and I am just like shaking and saying, like, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. stop. I am just saying, please stop, over and over again. And he looks at me and he gets, and he's saying something like, you know, like Kylie, like I, I really, something about like admiring me and like all this like stuff. And I don't hear what he's saying. Cause I'm just talking over him saying, please like stop. And I'm mortified. And he says, and with this, I bid you farewell. And he puts a dollar folded on the desk in front of me and walks out the room what the and i'm like shaking and like like teary-eyed and totally freaked out and everyone is staring at me because they don't know what the hell just happened like am i in on something like what's like is this like a thing and i'm just like so freaked out and then the professor walks in the room and gets started with the lecture and i'm like what the fuck like how am i supposed to sit here right now and like just have this class and my friend shows up kind of late and she's like hey what's going on i'm like I'm going like, to what just happened. Like, and I haven't told a lot of people about this because, mm-hmm. like, I thought I was, I thought it was, I don't want to bother people or in, inconvenience mm-hmm. them with my stories. Of course, I don't do that now, but <laughs> hence the podcast. Yeah. But she's, so I'm like trying to tell her what just happened. She's like, oh shit, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm not okay. Like, this is not okay. Like, I don't know what else he's going to do. Like, he clearly is not afraid. He yeah. has no sense of, like, um, I don't know, like, what what's the right word for that? He has no sense of humiliation. Yeah. And I'm clearly humiliated. And so the class ends. Um, I talk to my friends. And luckily, like, I knew someone who was friends or who had connections with our local police department. The university had its own police department because the campus was big enough for that, and it's local. And so I go to the police department, and I just, like, It's all, and this is, this is where another one of our uh, FAQ Q&A questions comes in and we'll kind of like go into that next. But, um, I basically just went in there and was like trying to explain the stalker story and I was like, Hey, like, this is what's going on. I'm really uncomfortable. I'm, I'm really scared. I don't know what this person's going to do. This is probably like, it sounds like not that bad, but just seeing what the, like the length, like Hmm. how this has evolved. I'm really scared. And so the police, like, take my report. They're super patient. Like, I basically, they basically just, like, read everything down. And I'm like, okay, like, what we're going to do is we're going to call this person and give him a warning. And say, like, you are basically, like, we see you. And this has been reported against you. I you need to knock it off. So the police call him. They didn't. He didn't answer. And they leave him a voicemail. And... Um, you know, from that point forward, I was still like looking over my shoulder and stuff, but I didn't really see him. And I think that was around the time he was graduating. So that Mm -hmm. obviously worked out in my favor timing wise. And then, um, didn't hear from him. So to this day, I still think about that and just the level that he went, the extent of. Um, and how quickly. And how quickly. I mean, it was it was weird because it was it was quick but not quick. It was like a he had his own, like I don't know what was going on in his mind this whole time mm-hmm. leading up to this but clearly something was disconnected yeah. in hi, within him. And um, flash forward, so this would have been say I was like 19 or 20. So that would be about 9 to 10 years ago. Just this year I got a LinkedIn notification that he viewed my fucking profile and I couldn't remember his last name and I didn't have any pictures of him. So guess what? I took screenshots of all of it and it freaks me out to know that he is still curious, but now I have his information too. And I've shown all my family. I know, you know, Mm -hmm. I've shown you, even though you don't know the story, (laughs) I've still shown you the picture and I still show family and friends and Just so that everyone's aware if they ever see this person or hear from them or whatever. If they ask about me, don't give my location or information. Like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So that's, like – and I don't know. Maybe people don't think that that's, like, a crazy enough stalker story. Oh, it definitely is. But I was, like, very, very mortified at how what started as good intentions on my end and even his end of Mm -hmm. starting a club – like, was that even ever his intention? Yeah. Or was he just looking for someone to become friendly with? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm at least glad that I didn't go into those botanical gardens with him because yeah. it's very big and very uh, private and, mm-hmm. sh- like, covered. Like, who's to say that he wouldn't have done something? hmm So that's my story. Dang. Yeah. That's scary. And that was kind of a long story, but that's the whole – that's as much as I can possibly remember right now. Dang. And for real, Katie's never heard this story until now <laughs> either. <laughs> so this wow. is like, yeah. That's really scary. And he sounds creepy. He is. He. I mean, in my personal opinion, he also looks the way that I'm describing him. In terms of like, I don't know what it is with, and that's maybe not very nice to say, but still like following your gut. Like if someone comes off creepy, mm-hmm. it makes you uncomfortable on purpose. Yeah. People don't do that. Normal people don't do that.
0: hmm
1: So follow follow your gut. And, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I definitely learned from all that, but if anything to learn, like if something doesn't feel right from the very beginning, like shut it down, be a bitch, quote-unquote yeah. bitch, you know. The like, fuck, fuck politeness. <laughs> yeah, by my favorite murder, they say that. Like it's so real because it, if they give an inch, they take – Mm-hmm. 10 miles, you know? Yeah. And it's like their glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. It's horrible and scary. Want to know more about us and stay in the loop? Join our YNP listener letter where we will keep you up to date on new episodes, give you access to choose episode topics, and share some behind the scenes. You'll see it in your inbox first. You can join our email list by signing up on our website, www.yournotparanoid.com. Hey friend, we want you to be part of our podcast. Share a story, topic idea, or a question you'd like us to answer and we'll feature you on the podcast. Send it to us at yourenotparanoid at gmail.com or over on Instagram at yourenotparanoid and we'll share it on the show. Want to hear your own voice on the episode? Now you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash ynp. Our pod is your pod. Now back to the good stuff. But... That leads me to another question that we got. <laughs> and that, I mean, because I saw the, um, this one earlier too, was what, and you can answer this one first, what episode that we've covered, have, have we covered that sticks out most to you that Ooh. you've learned from or that you like, you know, Ooh. I'd have to like scroll through the episodes. Maybe just like when you think about our podcast and like what we've talked about and learned from. If you want, I can go first. Okay. (laughs) Because I was just going to say, like, mine is the stalker stories because Mm -hmm. I personally have kind of been through that feeling of having to have, like, when we learned about you have to be your own lawyer, you have to be your own evidence collector, you have to be your own advocate, you have to do all that, and how there's, like, very few laws, again, like, very few... um, outlined laws on stalking and what you can do to protect yourself it kind of freaked me out and reminded like made me realize like had that gone different how scary mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just even based on that on my own story and how it's like like what so they put even like the Hannah Vivret episode we've covered like what's the worst they can do for stalking because stalking how do you define stalking and mm-hmm. how do you prove it and how do you you know it's so hard. Yeah. Um, I feel like
0: probably s- like that, similarly of like... Because usually we'll d- do the episodes based on like a story we know. And mm-hmm. then once you do the research, I feel like it is... M- m- for me, like the more general concept of... Um, like how little usually... Like you... K- like... I don't know how you say it, like how hard it is to get the police involved because the way the laws are set up, certain crimes or attempted crimes are not viewed as being serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and also kind of that episode we did on um, where social media helps solve crimes Yeah. of how there is quite a high percentage of unsolved homicides still. So kind of more of that in general. Oh, I don't think we've actually, um, talked about it in an episode, but it's similar. It was another podcast I was listening to Mm -hmm. where it kind of goes along the same lines and maybe we could even talk about it in another episode. But the Supreme Court has ruled that police do not, are not legally obligated to protect people. Um, So that's a Supreme Court precedent. So that kind of ties in with... um,
1: Like the general overall, yeah. mm -hmm. Even like, it's been eye-opening to me too, how little people get sentenced. Like, what their sentence doesn't match the crime, Mm -hmm. which is so upsetting. Or how many get off on um you know probation like good behavior and then go and do it again yeah but then some people are in jail
0: for life over weed possession like yeah. nonviolent
1: doesn't yeah so that kind of those kind of things mm-hmm. it's been super eye-opening oh and then also not sinus rinsing with tap water <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that, a big one I think about uh, that almost
0: daily <laughs> I, I will say that makes me scared to go uh two bodies of water now knowing that. Yeah. Because I feel like before it was just like, you know, ignorance is bliss. You just jump right in. But now it's like hold your nose. I'm scared. But then there's the ones where it's like just the flesh eating bacteria are found in open bodies of water. Yeah. So.
1: It's pretty, it's insane. Oh also the Target one I think about every time I go to Target, that's episode one oh, that yeah. you did.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why I chose it as the first one, because that is something I think about yeah. all the time now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There. Even, <sighs> like, it's fun. It's, we have done so many episodes. It's, like, hard to pinpoint, you know.
0: Oh, there is one that I think about a lot, too. Tell us. Um, the volcano one. Yeah. The super oh volcano gosh. in Yellowstone. I feel like that's always in the back of my mind. <laughs> the comment I made about how if it ever like they say it's going to happen, I'm just going to drive to it. So I get it over. With. <laughs> I think that still stands. If there's some sort of like eminent, like apocalyptic event, I don't think I want to survive it. Yeah.
1: That sounds horrible. <laughs> like that whole. Yeah. The whole like, thing oh, that we nuclear described.
0: winter for 20 years or whatever. Yeah. If you do
1: survive. Yeah. I'm like mm. uh. Yeah, for how long it's going to be horrible. Yeah, Yeah. so go back and listen (laughs) to those ones. Those are all really good ones. And you can search them on our website or even, um, I don't know if you can search Apple Podcasts within our own podcast, but I think the fastest way is to search our website Mm -hmm. because you can actually do the keywords and Mm -hmm. you're not Mm paranoid.com. All right, let's do another one. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, A couple of these. Um. Let's do this one. What are your pet peeves? Oh, where to start? <laughs> I was just talking to
0: my boyfriend about one. Oh, what was it? My pet peeve is forgetting things. know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I feel like that's <laughs> mine today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Because I was like, it's not a pet peeve per se. I don't think I'm going to remember. I'll remember when we're done recording. And then. Yeah,
1: of course. Oh, and man. we'll be like, back on the episode um I'll I'll go and then it'll help maybe jog your memory. So I've talked about this before and I feel like we have I done an episode about this. I'm actually trying to remember. Um I have a problem with hearing chewing noises. Yeah, me too. And that's called misophonia and it's actually not just chewing noises, it's very specific noises that bother me or associate with like um uncomfortable feelings. Like the way that people, other people might feel about like paper cuts. Like you can just envision it, feel it. It's horrible, right? I feel like that when I think, when I see or hear people chewing their food super loudly. I did an experiment the other day. This is kind of weird. I really hate that I have this pet peeve because it only affects my fiance (laughs) because that's the only time that I notice it really is when it's just really, really quiet yeah. or it's just the two of us. But if we're watching TV or if there's other people and we're all having conversation, like it's not a big deal. Like I can look past it, especially if I'm eating too. But if you ever want to torture me, <laughs> put me in a room with, where I'm not eating, there's nobody else doing anything. And it's just someone chewing their food loudly. Like I, like, I'm done. I'll spill all the information. to you. <laughs> um. Anyways. So I did an experiment the other day. Cause I really hate that I have this. And I chewed out loud by myself, and I was like, that's not so bad. Like, it's just noises. And then I looked at myself in the mirror while doing it, and I just about lost it. (laughs) I was like, I realized it's not necessarily a sound thing. I think it's a visual thing Ah. tied in. Like, it literally, it felt like it amplified, and it was the weirdest thing. So if you have misophonia, try this, because that's probably what's going on.
0: Because I will say that I also have that to a pretty strong degree, Mm -hmm. but uh unsimilar to you yeah I feel like I've caught myself eating something and I did like an accidental like (laughs) and then it like grossed me out and I couldn't eat the rest of my snack
1: okay so
0: for me it's definitely the
1: sound and it's funny you say that because (laughs) studies show that if you want to eat less like eat more like normal portions They say to don't eat with distractions partially because not just like you'll forget or to be distracted from what you're eating, but if you hear yourself chewing, that's a natural indicator, (laughs) not even the part, but like the crunching, Mm -hmm. that's a natural indicator where your brain will like not want to hear yourself continue to chew. And so you'll be like, (laughs) I'm done eating like I'm done now. And so like, it's like your body tells yourself like, okay, this is done. I've heard it so your brain enough has times.
0: mesophonia so
1: you already have that in in you uh-huh. but it's like it's that probably maybe it's that like connection mm. it's also the type of noise yeah so there is a difference between like what sounds like a dog looking peanut butter Ooh. than it does and i can't stand that either it's not just humans um to like just like crunching crunching yeah you know there's different mm-hmm. but if there's if it's like there's an open crunch versus a closed crunch like you don't need to crunch with your mouth open mm-hmm. i'm just saying Same with chewing gum. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not. Basically depends on where I am. And if I'm distracted, then it's okay.
0: Yeah. That one's definitely strong for me.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: like another one that I just thought of. And I think if we could learn anything from our COVID times. Yeah. This would be the one thing I would like to say (laughs) uh, is when people are too close to you in line for any reason. But I feel like most often in the grocery store. Cause they think it's gonna make the line go faster. Yeah. So if we could just keep that six feet uh, for standing in line, <laughs> I'd much appreciate it. Cause At it really least, makes me
1: angry. Like a cart length. Plus yeah. Or they like distance. try to like. Yeah. Move it out. more, and it's like, I'm not, like, that's <laughs> not helping. Like, stop. It's the same as cars driving and tailgating you, thinking mm-hmm. you're gonna get somewhere faster. It's like, can you just like. That's almost a person. That's like a person thing. Yeah. And those people just chill the F out Mm -hmm. because it doesn't make anything go faster. If you have to go to the bathroom, leave your cart, put it aside, go. But stop (laughs) pressuring us to hurry up because we don't have control of it. Yeah. But we still feel guilty Mm -hmm. and also rushed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uncomfortable. The like
0: TikToks or the memes where people are like, The worst feeling is when you get change and your receipt back at the same time and you're trying to like (laughs) put it all away because they're already swiping the next person.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. I haven't had that happen in a long time because I don't use cash, but... I do know that feeling, and you're, (laughs) like, trying – yeah, trying to get – or even putting your card back in your wallet or something, Mm -hmm. like, trying to get organized. or sometimes if I'm only getting,
0: like, a couple snacks, I won't ask for a bag. Yeah. So then it's, like, you get the receipt, and then you're trying to, like, put all the snacks in your purse, (laughs) and it's, like, swipe, 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 swipe. I'm, like, wait. And the person
1: behind you is, like – and the cashier is, like, are you done? And everyone is, like, trying to move you on. Yeah.
0: Or sometimes – I think when I – Yeah, when I lived in Scotland, a lot of times there wouldn't, like, they had the plastic bag law um, for a lot longer than we did. Yeah. So you'd always bring your own bags, but they wouldn't bag them.
1: So if you had a lot of
0: groceries, like, you had to go real fast because they would just start doing the next
1: person. Ah. So. And then you, like, for, like, confuse your groceries and accidentally take Yeah, so theirs. I think
0: that's why they had, like, the there was, like, a little bench at the uh, back. So I think you were supposed to, like, put them all back in your trolley and, uh, <laughs> like, sort your groceries over there. Like a little TSA side <laughs> table. Yeah, <laughs> where you can put all your shoes and stuff back on.
1: Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Interesting.
0: But, yeah.
1: Yeah, they were way ahead of their time.
0: Mm-hmm. And they let the, the cashier sit.
1: Oh, imagine that's nice. that! <laughs> These <laughs> all
0: sound like very rude and free healthcare. Uh, but anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure, that's a good one. That's so true.
0: I will say though, probably misophonia yeah. is probably the, the one that actually makes me irritated.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and being called paranoid about something that's clearly like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, that that is actually frustrating hence the podcast and mm-hmm. that's why we're here all right another one um another one another one what makes you get up in the morning
0: oh i saw that on one of the ones i was looking at oh really uh huh nice what wait what gets me up out of, like or helps. like like what oh, what? what
1: gets <laughs> my alarm going off at the loudest volume <laughs> no like what is it in this life that like you're like yeah like i'm i'm going to wake up today because of <laughs> because of this or like what um
0: again my alarm going off at the loudest volume
1: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah or like you know needing to pay bills or like eh. trying to <laughs> <laughs> fair enough
0: no i would say probably well yeah I'd, nothing like going to work is not motivating to me uh, no offense um so that's why i work out in the morning
1: there you go yeah uh, that that. Motiva- mo- motivates me. Mm-hmm. Motivates me, for sure. Yeah. Um. Mine would probably be coffee and mm, feeding my cat. The, s- the smell of coffee in the morning. It's like an instant mm. awake. Yeah, I like that. Speaking of which, my fiance is fishing today, and to get to the lake that they wanted to get to, which is pretty far, he had to wake up at one no. forty-five a.m. To which I smelled the coffee at that time.
0: Oh, no. I set
1: the timer for it. And it was very weird to try to fall asleep to the smell of coffee. No, because that's
0: probably a very subconscious, mm-hmm. like, it is morning time. Yeah, and then
1: I'm like, no, please, no. So I just had a microwave my coffee this morning, which mm-hmm. is fine. But, yeah, I was like, come on, man. Dude, that's so early. Yeah. When we tried
0: hiking Mount Whitney... We were trying, to, attempting to do the day uh-huh. hike, and we didn't actually camp there, so we woke up at, like, two.
1: Oh, it's hard. It's so hard. Although
0: I was pretty excited, so yeah. it wasn't as
1: bad, as but tough.
0: it was it's a weird... It's a weird time to be awake. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, to have it be your wake-up time. Right. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's kind of fun. It's like, ooh, everyone's sleeping. <laughs> It's like before the witching hour too, so you're mm-hmm. like awake for it. Ooh, creepy. Now that's yeah. Although it was kind of scary because the first part of the hiking was in the dark, mm-hmm. and I was afraid of the bears. That is a scary thing. Hopefully, they're sleeping at that time though. But I thought, that oh no, they're not nocturnal. I don't think they are. Yeah, and I feel like it's that thing too, where it's like a national. I don't think it's a national. F- I think it's the other thing, like a national forest or whatever. A national.
1: It's not a national park. Not
0: that it matters. Uh, Well, it's either it's like Inyo. Uh huh. I think it might be a national forest. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. I don't know. But whatever. I feel like the bears or creatures that live in those areas kind of know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they're
1: like, ugh, the early hikers. Let's get away from here. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah probably so or they're like "Ooh, morning snacks <laughs> they just like follow <laughs> midnight snacks yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Oh my that's gosh. what I was afraid of because it's basically just like the headlamps
1: yeah I've had that before I think I told you before where it wasn't a bear but we went we went camping and it got dark early or early for us and so you're like guess I'm gonna stay awake but we didn't want to keep our headlamps on because we didn't want to like um them to batteries to go out and there's also no fire allowed because you're in the middle of a forest oh. so then we're just sitting there enjoying the stars in the dark with each like with our friends and then we hear a noise that we all know we're sitting so we're like what is that no. so i turn on the headlamp and there's a deer. like no oh. was it a deer or was it a fox i think it was a deer just like standing like 10 feet from oh. us out of like the eye shine like yeah. that you just see automatically like what is that like oh my god Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> like, thank God you're not a bear. Because that was like, it was oh. so sad. It would just make like the, the tiniest little mm. creak that you're like, what is that? Like Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. Are we going to get eaten right now? So yeah, super terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> all right so that was the part one part one of the Q&A indeed and we have more believe it or not
0: <laughs> where that came from
1: yeah coming out next week so come back stay tuned and uh, you can hear the part two of your questions that you asked and of course if you guys ever want another q and episode mm-hmm. send us your questions at any time we'll make a little list and any we didn't get to this time we can get to next time and uh anyways come back next week for part
0: two do you want to say our email oh our, yeah our, I, we probably put it in there anyway
1: yeah right send but. us yeah well I <laughs> yeah. it again send us your questions you can either dm us on instagram at you're not paranoid or you can send us an email you're not paranoid at gmail.com um, or even go to our website, you're not paranoid.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can say, I think it's like contact us and submit a question. Or whatnot. Or
0: you could go to anchor.fm slash YMP, I think.
1: Yeah. And leave us a voicemail question. Totally. So you, c- we want you to contact us, and those are all the different ways. We're so available to you. We appreciate you and um, thank you for listening. Yeah. And double check the details of this
0: episode on wherever you listen to your. A podcast because that will have the direct link for at least the anchor yes leave a voicemail yeah and even our website yeah it should have all those links so you can double check us there yeah
1: all right we'll see you next week excited for you to hear part two because we have a lot to say yeah <laughs> all right see you then see ya hey we just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate your support if you are enjoying the podcast and want to support us Give us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and subscribe to our podcast. Every rating and review helps us grow our podcast and grow our community. Thanks again!